Welcome to all the listeners out there that are joining us today for this episode of Tales from a CSAP Floor. This episode is absolutely fantastic. We will be looking at the topic of personal success in the post-pandemic world. And it's really about looking how we as early in career folk can start building our career in this ever ambiguous world that we've been having in this very changing world. And with us today as a guest is Ellen Burgal. She's an absolute inspiration when you listen to her. And I think you guys are going to hear that as well. She's got fantastic stories. Ellen has had, you've lived in so many different parts of the world. You have had a long experience in sales and marketing and now communication. And you've had a long career as well with Cisco. You've been very strong on the, women fr uh, on the women's front, you know, with women of impact. It's great to have you on. Thank you so much for taking the time. Well, thank you, Enrico. I'm super excited to be with you here today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, talking to you earlier and, and, and looking at, you know, how you've been progressing through your career and how you've been moving on in the past few years, it was, was really interesting to me that you said that one fact uh, was, was really important for you. And that was the pandemic now also gives us opportunities and possibilities. So, you know, talking to a few of our... Um, of my colleagues in CSAP and also some other early in career friends, you know, they've been really seeing this pandemic as a bit of an, as, as a bit of a problem because it's hard to build your own brand. It's hard to do the, the networking and the coffee corner that everybody talks about. And you pretty much gave me the opposite and said like, Hey, you should look at this a different way. This is a, this is a fantastic opportunity. How have you experienced that in the, in the last year? And how have you uh, been working with, with these changing environments? It is a very interesting question. And, and of course, I have to say that in the beginning, it was not easy. I mean, the pandemic come, came as a shock to me as well. And it was quite tough the first, I would say, three, four months. Because then you kind yeah. of just need to survive the day to day, right? To do your job and to do everything else in, in, in the household. But then, <laughs> but then I started to, to really to... I realized because I was looking for a new challenge and I realized that actually I don't have to look only for works positions in my in my city or in my hub where I'm located. Yeah. I can actually look wherever because it doesn't really matter where you are located now because we're all working from home. We don't have to I mean to go into to any office. Yeah. And I must say, like now when I think more about your question, when you said the silos, etc., I must say, if I look back, I think I was much more siloed in my way of being when I was in the office. Because when I was in the office, I, I came in, I did my work, and I mean, I went to have coffee with my old friends colleagues yeah. slash friends, right? Because you won't just hmm. want to have a laugh. Maybe, I mean, it was. Yeah, and now I must say, I'm really, uh, as I said, um, I, I kind of tear down the, the boundaries. <laughs> and it was more that because, yeah. because it doesn't... So now I have been reaching out then to teams, colleagues all over the world, from APJC to different locations in MER and to Americas. And, and, and for the, I mean, I, I've really seen that it's been very positive that people are positive to meet up and um, yeah so and also I want to say with the thing of if you're looking for a new challenge it's also the thing of 
if you are looking for what you're interested in, then you can find positions, you know, all over the place and just yeah. go for it. And then talk with the hiring manager to see, are they willing to change the location if they find the right skill set, the right person for the job? So even looking at staying maybe in the country that you're currently living in, but maybe working for a function that is, um, let's say, in a different country or in a different time zone. Exactly, exactly. That is so interesting to say or, or to hear that, that you say, you know, you were more siloed when you were in the office because, I mean, you yeah. as well being such so internationally orientated, you know, yeah. I yeah. did not expect that to be to, to, to be the answer no. because, you know, you you are the person that, you know, you went out, you went into Asia, you were having a career in Asia, you came back and saying that like it really it really gives a different perspective to the pre pandemic office life or career yes. Life yes. path, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess no. Actually, I was a bit surprised myself <laughs> over my <laughs> over my an analysis. No, but I, if I look at it, I mean, because I think that even though you know I'm extrovert, even though yeah. as you said, I've been living in different parts of the world, I'm used to mingling with with yes with the people from from different countries, different positions, etc. But also when you're working, you do that a lot when you work. So also. Yeah kind of the coffee break sometimes you just want to have a coffee with the person you have known for some yeah. years at least i if if i if i'm honest with myself actually that's how how i was in yeah. the office um but i've become much better in that when i do my my virtual coffees so is that a a comfort zone that you step out of so for example you know having that coffee in the office with the people you know uh, would you say then that now in working from home, uh, you try to step out of that comfort zone to reach out to different people. And is it comfortable for you? Or, or would you say like, this is really trying to get, really push yourself actually a little bit more? No, I mean, I do enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so no, no, uh, yes, no, no. So that I enjoy. I think you have to have a clear goal with why you're doing yeah. it, right? Because it's not that I'm sitting there and just reaching out to, to people around the globe. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's, it has been a, a you know, clear aim from my side when I was looking for a new challenge. So then I reached out to people in the, you know, positions organization that i was interested yeah. in and so i had a clear ask from my side as well uh, to learn about their jobs yeah that actually that's a that's a really good point because i can imagine that once you reach out to people and i think that's also for us a little bit the maybe a little bit of the uncomfortable thing is like you know i can find an account manager in the us or i can find a manager in collaboration and i ping you a message asking you for a coffee but if there's no if there's no topic that we talk about it could also be quite stale and it could maybe be purposeless and i can also imagine you know, for you and other people you have very busy times you're yeah everybody's busy in their in their work life with their private life like you have to take the time to talk to us or, or to ping to us and i hear you say people are more motivated actually to do that but i think there also has to be a purpose in that way Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so in my case, then it was to, f you know, to find a new, new position, new challenge. So then I had that agenda. So it was about, then I had clear. So always when I have pinged people, 
I have a clear kind of why. It's not like do you? I, I never send like a meeting invite. Just that. I mean, I ping and I say kind of what I want, what I would like to discuss, and usually I always stress that it's a short no, okay. chat. I really. I mean, so so it's not like a, you know feels overwhelming for the receiver if I don't know that person. An advice I would say because maybe you the C sapper you may be not in a position that you will look for a new challenge exactly now, but I think you. I think what one advice would be is to look around to the different departments organization that you are working with to just actually to learn from what they are doing because I think it's so fascinating and I still think it's fascinating with everything we do in Cisco because it, it's I mean, I've been in sales I've been yeah. in virtual sales <laughs> and for me then it was kind of that was my bubble and but I think then you should one idea is to you know you will get in touch with operations you will get in touch with CX you will get in touch with maybe marketing if it's their campaigns that you're driving for your partners customers and um, you might get in contact with also communications the internal communications so I would say like when you have this like names or contact people ask kind of would you be up for having a coffee with me I would love to hear a bit about what you know your day-to-day work yeah. what you're doing or also you can also liaise it with with the recent deal you have had kind of how can we also make it you know more efficient or better or I mean something just to kind of to yeah to play on on side to, to spark the conversation together and to spark the exactly. relationship a little bit and so it's not yes. just hey let's let's hang out <laughs> but also like yeah, you yeah, learn yeah, something exactly. <laughs> yeah. yes and it's also it's so great because then you see it's also a way for you then to to re- because what I think and I think still think is difficult with Cisco it's to understand what not the people are doing but when you read the yeah. positions sometimes but I have no idea what it means Absolutely. right I don't know I have no idea what it entails and it's a way to also to kind of get a clearer view a picture of I mean People's. Of the organization, of people's tasks, of people's yes. responsibilities. Yes. You know, that's yes. really good advice as well. There's like potentially as CSEPers, we don't, or, or as early in career, you not per se have to also approach people just to, to make career plans. <laughs> you know, we're young, we're young and we're ready and we want to head out, but maybe like step, get on the break and just reach out to people to get to know them, to get to know their different yes. tasks, their functions, their responsibilities. Yes. And yeah. Be- <laughs> No, because that's... Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting you here. <laughs> because it's also a way for you to um, to see where you would like to land. Because sometimes it's also difficult. You might enter in sales and then you might realize after a couple of years, maybe this was not the thing, but I'm not really sure of what I would like to do. And then it's always good to have had that, kind of that you've gone through what the different organizations, what they're doing, because then it's easier for you to kind of, oh, hey, I actually met with that person. That seems super interesting. That's a good point. I want to just to move that on to like just one little side subject, because that's something I think we talked about before we <laughs> we came on today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was also about this, uh, how do you build your personal brand, right? You know, because I remember yeah, yeah. first step, I think it was first day or even the first two weeks, the topic of personal brand and building your personal brand was the first thing that came up. And our organization is not per se an organization that really puts a path out for you, right? You find it yourself. Yeah. For just just as a little tip, maybe, or your perspective, like how do you how would you see somebody early in career like build their personal brand? Is this what you would say is the mm. is the best way? Just reach out to the different departments, to the different peoples, get to know the people around you. Is that a good way to approach that? 
I mean, uh, building a personal brand, of course, is super important. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't think that you should be super stressed about it, <laughs> you know, be, uh, because then it can also, you know, become very, you know, then yeah. it's yeah, maybe doesn't the result is maybe not that good if you're forced to, I mean, to just build your network. Right. So I think it would also come organically. If you really want to do a career, I mean, if you really want to develop. But I would say that both two things, it's that you will always think about that you are in your daily job. You will always meet a lot of people, different stakeholders. Absolutely. to always kind of do your best, right? Because you never know what kind of what the future will bring yeah. and what position you will be in tomorrow. So it's really important to build your network out of the work that you do and deliver. But then also, if you're going to network, or will, which you will <laughs> do, it is really to, to have your clear kind of, as I said before, kind of your your clear aim with the meeting, right? So So you know, and then... And also you can have your own plan, right? Because it can be a bit overwhelming. Oh my God, I have to network, I have to ping this. Absolutely. Take it down. Take it down one level. Okay, during one month, uh, I'm going to meet two people. You know, you don't have to do it every day um, because then it can also be more qualitative. If you have, a, I mean, you have a clear, you have done some, you know, investigation about, I mean, why, who and why, etc. So then it can be more fruitful in the end, I would say. I think that has to then also do with the motivation of maybe motivating, getting getting to or reaching out to somebody just with the aim to build personal brand is not a very fruitful thing because you build, I guess, personal brand by doing something else, by connecting with the person. Yes. Exactly. And I mean, and so that's me, yeah. right? So, so uh, we're all different, but I can see that you can come out stronger in that because then you might also be remembered because you are, I say you're reaching out with something and then maybe you will be remembered for something okay. as well instead of just... Uh, Instead of just being that person that called because you want to <laughs> you <wanna> position yourself <laughs> strategically. <laughs> That's... And, and just one more thing that could be good for CSAPers is that a couple of years ago, I wanted to change a bit professionally. So I got engaged in the employee Absolutely. resource organization, ERO, that we have plenty of in, in Cisco. And for me, it also has been, I mean, it's been phenomenal because I, I'm, so I became the co-lead of Women of Cisco yeah. in Portugal. And I'm also the co-lead of something called Back to Business Network. Uh, the Back to Business is for people that have been on, an ex- on, on a yeah. leave that are coming back to the company. So we're kind of helping them to, to feel that it's like it's safe to network when they get back. And this for me has been, it's been just so great because you're working for a cause that of yeah. course you, you align with. And also you, I mean, you meet colleagues from all around the globe. And that's also so refreshing. And it's also then a natural way to to network that is a fantastic place to start as well i think i remember they were mentioned that early in in csap and i can imagine also other companies have this as well for early in career but finding people and working together with them on a cause that is outside your actual daily responsibilities is also bonding on a completely different level Yes, and you also see that you, you professional is also good. I mean, so so now I get in contact with people in completely different parts yeah. departments that I'm working in, and it's just so it's so giving. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you really get something back from it. Yes, yes, it is. How do you, how is it now for you? Like you know, being in communications for collaboration. I mean, that's a fantastic uh, architecture, and I think it's a super exciting time 
to be in the position you are in you know how how has that been yeah. how has the last few months been for you how has that experience been getting in contact with different people yeah. around the world yes no it's been it's been super fantastic and so when i got this position so this is kind of a, an example of how, how it can be so i realized that i've been in sales for yeah. many many years <laughs> most of my career is from sales and then i realized that actually i really thrive so it's of course it's a thing that you have it takes it takes some time to go through but i realized okay i actually thrive in communication in internal communication yeah. in enabling the sellers what do the sellers need and so then i did this search both then online and using my network in okay. cisco and i found the position that i was like this is the position it was communications manager for collaboration first just that this position was in san jose it's for the global team but <laughs> but then you know i made them to um, open the position in Lisbon and Portugal instead. So it's just kind of to show it is possible if you create that that as an engagement with a hiring manager. And yes, it's just been a very uh, like collaboration. It's happening so much now in collaboration with both from the WebEx development side, also through acquisitions. So there's a lot that we need to inform the sellers about. So. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's also a very interesting, uh, interesting topic. I think talking also with customers about it. You know, we had WebEx One, which changed a lot in the platform. What a fantastic opportunity! And so cool that you get to stay in Europe. <laughs> that you get to move the position here. Do you? How does that change your 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 work style? Does you know? Also from a different uh, from from our last podcast, we talked about you know work, working from home is different than working in the office. You know you don't really have to recreate the office at home. And for you now, being in a global position, that must completely change around how you do your work at home as well. Yes, so yes, so of course, when you're based in MER, it might be a little bit later hours. But <laughs> since we're working from home, it's 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 okay. But I must say, I it's I would say I, I what I think is great is when you are based in MER that because usually global, the, I mean, the majority of the people working for the global teams are based in the US, right? And it I just see the huge value add when they have people from MER and APJC in the global teams as well, because we see things from a different angle. What actually, you know, because what do people in MER, what do they think yeah. is interesting or, or important, etc. So I, I see it just an, as a really added value of spreading the teams globally. That's fantastic. So cool. <laughs> it's fantastic and I'm really like it's it's great that you that you've gotten the position that that you've that you've hoped for and you've done it through networking and using the tips that you're yeah. giving to the listeners. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I really went it through myself. So I actually I used the network that I I worked together with. I mean, I was doing a different position and but I got in contact with communication. I met with some people and then actually I reached out to these people when I was looking for a job oh. and then they got me in contact with some people and in the end i you know saw the position met the hiring manager so it was really through cisco network wow okay so really it was an interesting an interest driven connection network yeah. that, that yes, you use totally. hey this yes. is something that yes. i might be interested in let's reach out fantastic that's the that's the fruitful networking it's not putting looking at the next step but finding out what you're interested in and then you'll figure out where the opportunities lie afterwards yes and yeah that's why it's so important i think for for you the csappers to have this then virtual coffees with the different yeah. people in the cisco organization to kind of build your i don't know your map yeah. or so, so you can see what you what you would thrive in and it's also okay to you know that today i'm thriving in this tomorrow i might you know you also 
also develop, yeah. right? And that's about, I mean, you, you need to develop your career. So it's also fine to do, <laughs> to not knowing now, but then kind of, you, but tomorrow you yeah. will, so. That's a fantastic, that's a fantastic point. Great. Yeah, great point. And like, the, so, you know, the last thing that we discussed, and it actually really connects to this part, reaching out your network, was being able for us, and, and it also actually, I think, adds to the to the point of, you know, there is no clear career path with Cisco or with a lot of like bigger companies. It's something that you build out your, yourself. How would you recommend to early in career or CSEPers? Like, how do you align with your strengths? You know, how do you create that vision of where you want to go? Like, how is, because that's hard. You know, a lot of people say like, you have to create a vision. You have to... <laughs> It's difficult because like, you know, like you said, like we don't even know what our opportunity, where our opportunities lie, where our interests lie. And sometimes you feel like you're just uh, small, you know, you're a small fish thrown out in the water as they go find, find your way. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you now, It's up to you, you're to all you. grown up. <laughs> I mean, of course, uh, it's worked different for different people. I have tend to have a long-term strategy in my life that kind of what I would like to be in the future. Uh, let's say I want to be a sales manager or I want to be. And then I am nicer to myself in the short run because I know things can just happen. You know, I, I'm looking at myself like I, I moved to Beijing when I was 24 and I said I'm going to stay there for one year. I ended up eight years <laughs> in Beijing. And then, you know, so then I told myself I should not say that I will only be because you don't know when you can change. You can change through the, you know, the through your journey in life. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's good to have your long you know, long-term plan, where do you like to go? Because that would help you to make the choices yeah. to, so you will end up there. Of course, it's not always easy to know what you're, but I think that you would, I'd say, it's also important to think that maybe you don't always have to be good in what you thrive in, but I think it's important to see what you thrive in because you're going to work quite a lot of hours in, in, the, in yeah. your life. So yes, so it's kind of nice that you feel like you you get excited. You I mean, when you wake up in the morning, you would like to do a better job than yesterday. I mean, that's a good feeling, right? So then, and I think that you can always learn. You, you know, so so I think it's more important to see what you know. What am I interested in? What am I excited about? To and take you know take half a year to find it out. I mean, it's not that you have to know it today, but and then if you're not good at it, you will learn. Yeah. You will learn. I, I, I believe that everyone is, so, so it's like, you know, I started business. So I've been in sales for maybe 20 years. Yeah. Now I'm in communication. I, I not come from a communication field, but you know, I like it. So I yeah. learn, you know, so it's, I think that's the most important that you should like. <laughs> I think that's a really good, I think that's a really good tip because I can also see, you know. Hi, this is Enrico from the future. I need to interrupt this podcast for an urgent message. This week's word of the week is your. That's right, it is your. Thank you for your attention and enjoy the rest of the podcast uninterrupted. You're young, you want to achieve, you want to be, you know, scratching on Chuck's chair within the next <laughs> two years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is important to make sure that the path that, that you take is being able to be dynamic. Is not that because you've now been dealt with different cards or because maybe now the path is taking you a little bit of a different direction than you thought doesn't mean that the world goes down. I think young people no. have to also be able to learn that it's dynamic. Hey, let's see where this option takes us. Yes. You can still have the, the yes. look into a direction, right? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, I love I love the saying like you know many there's a lot of what is it many paths lead to Rome I think or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> there's yes. just different ways yeah. that you can go, and on the way you have to yeah. be able to to adapt to the changes. And potentially Cisco is also a company that allows you to do that. I think they give you space to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 also another tip. I mean, if you along the way, then when you meet with with the pe- different people, it's also good to find yourself a sponsor or a mentor. Yeah. It's different things, but to have someone that can guide you, um, that you don't work with, yeah. but can guide you professionally, that has been with Cisco for X amount of years, that knows knows the drill, knows you know what's wise uh, steps to take, and that's I think it's really good to. Yeah, I love that you touched up on that point because that was going to be the last topic I was going to hey. <laughs> reach out to you. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, with, with being a mentor, I think that's really important. Um, how do you find that person? Because this, again, goes back to the topic of you know, being siloed, trying to reach out to different people in the organization. How do you find that person where you say, you know, like, that's the mentor that I want to work with or the person that you want to ask that? Have you had experience with that, like, or, or struggle sometimes or did it come naturally? I would say that, I mean, for CSAPers, I think that's also a question you can ask your manager. Yeah. I mean, uh, because your manager will not be your mentor. It would be someone, you know, from outside. And usually your manager have a kind of bigger network, right? So that the manager can could guide you of getting a mentor. But uh, then uh, so that's one path. Another path, I think it's really, I'd say it can take a while, but it's really when you know what you, um, you know, what you would like to do. And when you've done your network, you also get, I mean, you see also personally, who you would fit with to have this kind of uh, check-ins. Absolutely. But also, uh, one, thi- one thing, don't be afraid to reach out. Because uh, I was thinking, because mentor, you would like to have a mentor that guides you, right? You would like to have a mentor that can give you value, valuable advices. So, you know, aim high. You know, <laughs> I, I, it's this yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, but it's, but it's uh, I mean... <laughs> Because you want to get somewhere. So I think that it's also, you don't lose anything of, of uh, when it comes to mentorship, etc. That uh, to, I mean, to reach out really to see the, the, the topics that you would be interested in and, you know, go and go for it and go high. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen. Thank you so much for, for your time, for your knowledge and sharing your experiences with, uh, with our listeners and with me today. Because... I think it's really inspirational to hear from somebody that's really been living that life and that's really, you know, taken the chance of this pandemic and used it to build oh. something up, which is fantastic. <laughs> which you did. And, you know, we, we, we talked about breaking down those, what, these borders for our listeners and for, for early in career people, if they reach out to have an aim and don't stress yourself too much, you know, with the path, aligning your strength. It's not something that has to happen tomorrow. It's something you can have an aim in a long, long term and in the short yes. term be a little bit more dynamic. Yes. Yes, and I was thinking just one more thing because you you might, you know, reach out to someone and then you realize, okay, this was not maybe the, you know, correct person or maybe that I, you know, but maybe that person can refer you to another person. So it's yeah. all, you never lose, right? So that, yeah. That's networking and that's like each networked person you reach is a node in a, in a sense. If you have a connection somehow or if that person can help, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Ellen. I really, really appreciate this talk. I have to say, this was a fantastic talk with you. Thank you, Enrico. I just love that. I mean, I, I love this, you know, initiative, this podcast, and yeah, it's 
fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I really have to also shout out to our podcast team and uh, Matilda for being able, you know, to, to connect with you. Our podcast team are a group of fantastic CSAPers that spend a lot of time uh, creating uh, the possibilities of this content. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ellen, for being on here. Everybody, this was Enrico coming to you guys from the CSAP floor and I'll hear you in